I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm willing to work as hard as I can. There is no past, there's no future, there's just this moment right here. If I did that, if I can get through that, like, come at me. Changing how I saw myself, like, as a man, not just as, as an athlete. It's okay that I struggle. It's okay, that's part of the deal. It's how I respond to it. This is the Limitless Athlete Podcast. My name is Tom Foxley, founder of Mindset RX and your host. Look, I'll be honest, today is not going to be all the sexy, shiny stuff about pre-lift routines and workout strategies and that side of mindset. But it is the type of thing, if you do consistently, you will 10x at least the strength of your mindset. And I know it's an unquantifiable thing, but the feeling you'll get from this will just set you up. So it's not the glamorous stuff. It's not what you want, but it is what you need. And if you're going to train your mindset, it better be built on good foundations because otherwise you're just going to come back to this same layer of performance. You'll go round and round in circles. You'll constantly be thinking, why can't I change my mindset? When I start beginning or start my my time working with athletes, they want to jump to this shiny stuff like you probably do right now. How can I develop this little pre-lift routine that's going to help me lift more? How can I prepare for this specific competition? But if that is built on sand, the structure is going to fall apart. So here are the foundational mindset requirements that you have to have in place. And well, you can do whatever you want with them. This is what I do with every athlete that I work with and every athlete who influenced this consistently, they get the results they want. Step one, emotional expression. You have to, in my opinion, give yourself the ability to express your emotions. You can't keep them bottled down. They'll be like a kind of a gas that's pressurizing and they just expand and expand and expand until they blow up and they'll require attention. Your emotions are going to require attention at some point, whether you give them attention now whilst they're small or whether you wait until they are huge and catastrophic. People think they need this stoic approach to mindset where they just dismiss their emotions and crack on. And truthfully, that's wrong for two reasons. Number one, technically, the Stoics didn't do this. They didn't push away their emotions. They witnessed them, saw them for what they were, and then moved on, which is what you need to be doing. Um, and and secondly, it's just not what you need. Like, Listen to what you really need. Listen to that intuition. You've got to allow that, that ability. So when I'm working with athletes, I'm working with this athlete right now, super high-level athlete, and we have tracked the direct correlation between her performance and whether she's had the ability to express her emotions. Because being a high-level athlete, it requires pressure and stress. It's just part of what comes along. When that's combined with cultural and societal expectations to always bottle down your emotions, and especially for girls here, not be emotional, then it becomes way, way harder. So the way I like to do this is get very specific with journaling strategies, allowing that vent, and also finding people that you can just be yourself to. These are two techniques that you won't see in the go-to handbook of, of mindset for CrossFit athletes, but they're two that are essential 
for for growth of athletes. Second piece, narrative awareness. If you are believing something about yourself, you end up acting it out. You're an actor in your own movie, following the scripts, reading your lines, saying your lines, playing your role. And this is almost completely unconscious for most people. If you don't believe that you are a good enough athlete, then you're not going to be. That's your story. That's your lines. That's your way of behaving. If you believe you aren't worthy of success, that becomes your reality because you act that out. To build this strong foundation of a mindset, you need to eliminate the narratives that are holding you back or at least turn the dial down on them. Stop acting them out as if they're true and gather perspective on them. The only become your reality because you practice them so much and you've had them reinforced through outside events. What I'm doing with athletes, first of all, like so one of the the primary things I'm doing is becoming aware of that narrative. We test, we aim up, we create presence and we create proof. So if you've ever thought my mindset is the biggest thing holding me back, I just can't get out of this. I can't stop fulfilling this loop of self-sabotage, then your narrative is the thing that's holding you back. Next step, again, not sexy stuff at all, not the exciting stuff, not the the kind of the I'm a pro athlete kind of mentality, but it's essential, is regulating your nervous system effectively. There's loads of evidence that we store trauma in this fashion, and trauma can be these big macro things that you think of like um, abuse, assault, um, neglect. You can think of those things as trauma, but you can also think of not being given the essential needs that you had that you required as a child um, to be trauma too. So that's one side of it. The second thing is just frankly, if you sleep like shit, your performance is going to suffer and your mindset is going to be shit too. So the first thing, or one of the, actually the first thing that I do when I work with athletes, I gather data, they put them through a testing phase. I see what's happening with their nervous system regulation, all their inputs, the majority of their outputs too. And I think, what is happening here? Like, how is this structured? And very quickly, I see patterns, patterns of poor sleep, patterns of over-caffeination, patterns of huge amounts of screen time. There's huge problems here. And the, if I'm constantly, so my work as a, as a mindset coach is thinking, how can I bring this person to their next level? And if I'm doing battle with their physiology, if their physiology is fi- fighting for just some time off, some downtime, some time away from the red line because they're constantly pushing the limit, then I can't do my job. So the first thing that we need to do is regulate that nervous system. It's not glamorous. You don't see those kind of immediate, quick, snappy results in the in in your kind of performance. But think about it in terms of these long-term compounding decisions. An extra 30 minutes of sleep becomes 20 or more, I think it's like 22 eight hour sleeps over the year. So like think about the end of the year, if you'd missed out on 22 of your night's sleep, you'd feel terrible, but you can input that again. You can put an extra 30 minutes in there. If you improve your HRV, your heart rate variability by just a couple of percentage points, that is going to give you so much more freedom. If you, sorry, Noko, if you don't, um, if you if you fail to perform or you, you over caffeinate over and over and over again, that is going to have huge impacts. But by cutting back one caffeinated drink per per day, that is going to have a huge impact across your mindset for a year. 
So that's the the third thing there is get that nervous system regulation sorted because you can't be fighting against your physiology all your life. And then finally, once I've regulated the nervous system of an athlete, the next step of building a foundational mindset is getting clear on the direction they want to, to head in. We identify this direction. We identify the goals. We identify the vision for the next three years. We identify who they need to become because most athletes they come to me and they've never actually written down or selected because it's a brave step to do. It's a courageous step to do to say, this is what I want to achieve. And by default, I'm going to um, fail to hit all the other goals. I'm going to choose not to hit them. But because athletes don't spend this time sat down identifying exactly what it is they do want, it's like having a one arrow for eight different targets. You're never going to hit them all. You need to get precise. You need to think, what do I want for work? What do I need for my career? What do I need for training? What do I need for my relationships? What do I need for my own happiness and mental health? Like, What is exactly what you want to do and, and what you want to achieve? And when you can picture that and when you've written it down, it becomes not only easy to assess your, your process and your progress towards it, but within that, you also have a way of improving yourself. You're constantly throwing down this gauntlet of, am I the person that I have the potential to become in order to reach this goal? It gives you clear parameters of operation and, and markers of success too. So getting clear is the final step along this process. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor, head to Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to the show, Leave me a five-star review, massively appreciate it, and refer a friend to. Chances are that you're not going to be competing against this athlete anyway, so you might as well help them out and stick on your Instagram stories or something. And also, that is going to make a huge amount of benefit to me and just going to make me happy. So hope you enjoyed the show, team, and I'll speak to you very soon. <laughs>